Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is, our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. Happy whatever day this is. <laughs> well, you know, we're sort of we're getting into it now. We're moving I along, know. you know? We're moving along. And it's I like just, moving you know, along. I, you know, because, uh, well, we, you know, believe it or not, we're like a couple months from, from spring. So I'm, I'm in good shape. It's light out at five. Yeah. Here in the Northeast, yeah, it's getting light at five o'clock. So that's yeah. a nice change. The days and, are you know, getting longer. A little day off on Monday for Martin Luther King, you know? Mm -hmm. And we're looking at unity today. It's kind of like all appropriate. Yeah. The world, it's a funny thing. Like, that's one of those things, like making the world one. Holy cow, that's not an easy task I these know. days, right? It, 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 but it's it, always it's... been. It's always been. <laughs> right? No, like you were saying a couple weeks ago with your homilies, every year you're always like, oh, this is, you know, we got through Yeah, the that. world could be that. so much more peaceful, yeah. We've always had this problem of, of getting along and finding, you know, a way to respect each other, even though we don't agree with each other. But you know what? If it happens in a family, if it happens among friends, if right. it happens on a block, why mm -hmm. can't it happen in the world, right? That doesn't mean we should give up and just say, well, that's just the way it is. But, you know, we need to work at that. And I think, I think that starts on a very grassroots level you know mm -hmm. it's the simple ways in which we kind of wise up sometimes and see things and learn things and you know i, I told you before like yeah. this is the first time i'm living with a multi-ethnic community you mm -hmm. learn a lot when you do you, you do. know you learn a lot about getting together and the unity that we share you know mm -hmm. no i learned that when i went away to college you know you you leave your small little town your microcosm and then you go away to this bigger universe and you learn a whole lot more yeah and there's something about that so we're looking at unity today the gift of unity working together not always easy but important to be alive I think um, even in the time of Christ, like, you know, mm -hmm. St. Paul has a great line, you know, that we're one body, many different yep. members, but one mm -hmm. body and much different functions, you know, and, and he even talks about the kind of really specifically, he's like, well, the hand is not the foot and the foot is not the eye. <laughs> it's kind of true. Like, you know, we all have different yes. roles to play and everybody likes to be yeah. the boss, but we're not all the bosses, right? No. And anyway, I mean, I have lots of people I answer to. And yet in some little part of the world, I am a boss. Right. And you're a boss of people who are bosses and you have a boss and they have a boss and everybody yeah. has a boss. But, you know, it's OK. It's OK, because that's just how things go around. You know, you, yeah, you, and, you have to yeah. submit to it, you know, and trusting it all to God is such an important yes. thing. I think the more the more we grab at power, it seems to me as I get older, the more foolish we look in the end. You know, I think it's about that shared gift. I love to manage from a corporate standpoint. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we work together. We're a team. Right. I really believe that. And I, I think the team thing really works. Like, you know, the, the whole idea, like a Catholic faith network where I am, it really is a team. And we really believe in the team concept, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I think if you go back to a family, you know, I have three brothers. We don't all get along all the time, but we're a unit. We're united. We're, you know, you you attack things together when problems come at us on a family level. And then if you take that to a corporate level, you attack it as a team. Yeah, and, exactly. And you're united against things. You look at 9-11, how the country came together after that. Uh, you know, disaster. And, you know, that's, you know, it's unfortunately it takes things like that to bring us together. But if you can just look, like I've said before, we have more in common than we do our differences. And yeah. And I think that's part that of common level. finding the best of who we are. And that's what yep. unity is about. So find that common denominator. And the other thing we all have is created by God, those three mm -hmm. words. And that in itself links us together. So we're looking at unity. We're also taking a look at Martin Luther King today and his mm -hmm. challenge for unity. People who call for unity and oneness don't often do so well in this world. And we recognize oh. that it's not easy. <laughs> this first song we're going to play, I'll never forget hearing it for the first time. I say, I'm going to definitely play this one on Religion and Rock for sure. Here's James Taylor. This is called Shed a Little Light. Recognize that there are ties between us, all men and women living on the earth. 
sister and brotherhood. That we are bound together in our desire to see the world become a place in which our children can grow free and strong. We are bound together by the task that stands before us and the road that lies ahead. We are bound and we are bound. There is a feeling like the clenching of a fist. There is a hunger in the center of the chest. There is a passage through the darkness and the mist. And though the body sleeps, the heart will never rest. Shed a little light, oh Lord. Shed a little light, oh So that we can see. Not a bad one to start out with. No, let us turn our thoughts today to Martin Luther King and recognize that there are ties between us of men and women, sister and brotherhood. Yeah, that's the truth. And he sings, give us a little insight. Give us a little light, O Lord. There's something about that that we need in our lives, that gift of insight that helps us all the time. You know, say, hey, you know what? That person's not so bad. Like sometimes we kind of close up real quick and say, ah, nothing good's ever going to happen there. But you know what? I think it's about that openness 
to the potential and to see the goodness in other people, to see that other people share the same hopes and dreams as we do. And there's a certain linkage that we have with each other that's really a holy and beautiful thing. You know, we've always prayed that we could be one, right? Jesus did that. John Lennon did it, right? You know, everybody has done this forever and ever, and we are not, right? We're not one. But the idea is there's no reason to stop that prayer, no reason to stop praying and ask God to help us to continue to be one. And it happens on the grassroots level, right? So there may be some small ways in which we can see a little light and we can see a little hope in other people, and that helps the world to grow one person at a time, you know? So we have a role to play in this today, and there's something about unity that we can really share in our own efforts to do that in our own lives. Here's Elvis Costello, What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. As I walk through this wicked world, searching for light in the darkness of insanity, I ask myself, Is all hope lost? Uh uh-huh. 
Well, peace, love, and understanding is certainly a part of what's going to make this world a better place, right? If we can kind of get to know one another better and understand one another and celebrate that peace and love. Now, sometimes that just happens by virtue of like where we live and how we live, who we work with, who we go to school with. Sometimes it's about that peace, love, and understanding. And that's really an important thing as well that, you know, it's not just a big joke here. No, working together is an important thing. And when we work together, something beautiful happens in us, you know? We get this sense of unity and all of that that's really very beautiful. Years and years ago, when I was a kid, there used to be a Coke commercial, you know, about I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony, you know? The truth of the matter is, that's really the goal of God. He wants us to work together in perfect peace and harmony. Do we have that? Well, not really. But can we work toward it? Absolutely. And sometimes it's about those simple ways in which we work for peace, love, and understanding that makes all the difference in the world. It's about the smile. It's about the good morning. It's about the good to see you. How's everything going? Those simple things sometimes open up the doors. Not always easy to do, right? But that's an important part of our lives to recognize that. Hey, here's the Beatles come together.
the Beatles come together. You know, in our lives, that happens sometimes, too. We, we kind of unite around an issue. We unite around a time. Something happens. I mean, we could think back in our lives, different moments at the bottom has fallen out. 9-11 would be one of those moments, right? And somehow the world came together. Somehow America came together. Somehow New York came together. And there's something beautiful about the, the reality of standing back and looking at that years later. COVID was a time when we kind of came together and we recognized the need to kind of reach out to our neighbors and one another. There were different moments that kind of instilled that. But the hope and the prayer, of course, is that every day is a day to kind of come together and recognize that. I was recently in a uh, in a funeral home and I was in like the office part of it, kind of getting the person's name and all of that. And um, as I was going, I noticed there was a big tray of cookies there. And of course, I was looking at to get a cookie. And they said, oh, yeah, that somebody brought that up to give to the family. I said, oh, wow, what a beautiful gift from friends. And they said, no, just a nice lady who bakes cookies for everybody who has a wake here. And she comes by and drops off a tray of cookies for them. I want an amazing gift, right? A way to come together, do what you can to make a difference for somebody. Will people know that woman? Probably not. But what a great gift to be able to give it back in such a way that you're affecting, you know, affecting people, affecting a change in a sense that makes a tough time a better time because of the little thing that you've done. Here's Fleetwood Mac. It's called The Chain.
Fleetwood Mac, The Chain, you know, it's kind of interesting, that song, because talking about the link that we have with one another and how we're only as strong as the links, right? So it's interesting because a lot of times in this world, I don't know if you're like me, I kind of feel like, well, there's not really much I can do. You know, I'm one person. And you kind of feel that sometimes. And you feel, well, that's really up to Congress or that's up to, you know, the president. That's up to a group of people. But ultimately, it really is a chain. Like each and every one of us matters in such a way that, yeah, our lives are irreplaceable. Our gifts are irreplaceable. And we have a place in this world, every single one of us, I don't care who you are. And there's something about that that's such an important part to see, that we recognize that, yeah, we're part of something bigger than us. So the whole world doesn't revolve around us and it will exist after us. But right now, in this moment, we have a way to participate. And that's kind of what we have to come to recognize. Can you see that spot where God has called you now? You know, I used to always say that. I've told you this before. Like, when I come into my own as a priest, then I'll really be going. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in my own. This is the time. This is the only time we have. You better get going, buddy. There's something good about recognizing that and saying, yeah, I got to participate now because I'm part of this chain. And this chain needs every link in order to be a chain. So I got to get involved. I got to do my part. And that makes a difference. Here's David Bowie. It's called Heroes. Forever and ever Oh, we can 
Act heroes, David Bowie, you know, what makes a hero? Well, there's a lot of different things that make a hero. I remember Bob Costas at Mickey Mantle's funeral. He gave the eulogy, and he talked about Mickey being a hero, but he said, you know, Mickey Mantle was not a perfect guy, yet he was still a hero because he got up every day and he tried his best. And I thought about that. That kind of stuck with me. I remember keeping that that eulogy in, on a piece of paper in my briefcase for years because it's a reminder that every day... We kind of have to do our best. Every day we strive to be a hero and we try to do the best we can. Now in our church, you know, we have heroes. The heroes are the saints. Those are the people who've lived these holy and heroic lives and every day tried their best. Not perfectly, but every day tried their best. And in that gift that they have given back to God, in a sense, they have become the heroes that we follow. They become the, you know, the baseball card people we love to collect. There's something beautiful about that to recognize, yeah, heroism is something that's not dead. It's something that's open to us all. And we're called in some way or another to figure out how we become heroes in our life, how we can make a difference, how we can become special and take the difficulties we have, but every day get up and try our best. Those are the makings of heroes. And that's what you and I are called to. And here's Queen. This is called The Miracle. Sahara Desert says it up, it's a miracle. All God's creations, great and small, the Golden Gate and the Taj Mahal, that's a miracle. Surgery, Sunday mornings with a cup of tea. 
queen the miracle sometimes in our lives you know we get to witness miracles it's, it's an incredible thing like a lot of you have told me about watching the birth of your child you know and what that's like that's a miracle right to see that happen is a miraculous thing people often break down in tears just you know seeing that kind of thing i can imagine what that's like you know it must be unbelievable i had something like this year which was the first time i've ever seen it i was a witness to somebody asking another person to marry them it was an amazing thing it was two people from our hispanic group here in the parish and they love each other very much and he got up at a at the end of a mass and he got down on his knees in front of the altar he said a prayer and he turned around in spanish he asked the girl that he loves if she would come up and he got on his knees and asked her to marry him what a beautiful thing it was like this amazing kind of miracle of love that i've never seen before now you see it on tv and everything but i have to tell you when you see it in person it's a very moving thing so there's something about that that's just incredible and i think that's how god works in our lives he lets us see these miracles in a sense to know that he's around and there's something good about that sometimes we see the miracle of healing and we know people who for whom you know it was stage four cancer and they're still here there's those miracles that walk around they're a reminder that god can do miraculous things that with god nothing is impossible everything is possible and so our prayer kind of has to be about that we have to pray even for the impossible and recognize that god is there helping us every step of the way here's bon jovi this is called undivided Yeah. 
is a good one from Bon Jovi, Undivided. I'm Monsignor your Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about unity today. You know, undivided is a good thing to think about because there's ways in which we're undivided, but then there's ways in which we're undivided that are profound. I sometimes talk about this in terms of making iced tea, right? You get a gallon of water, you stir in a couple of scoops of that iced tea mix, and what happens? It becomes iced tea. Can you divide it again? Can you get that iced tea mix back? No, it's impossible, right? Basically, it's impossible. So what happens? No, it becomes something else because when we become one with water and iced tea mix, it makes iced tea. The same thing with us. Like when we become undivided, we become something else. We become something even more beautiful than we thought we could be. One nation under God, right? There's something beautiful about that. To be one before God, to recognize the unity we share as God's body. You know, those things are really important concepts and it's something that we're called to recognize. You can't be undivided and then divided. No, once the iced tea is made, the iced tea is made. And that's the good news for you and for me. And part of the unity that we share in the gifts of relationships like marriage and parenthood in our lives, and also the power of God in our life that calls us to be that one. Here's the who joined together.
There's the Who joined together. I remember going to Record World and buying that 45 years and years and years ago in the 60s. You know, incredible song, great song, right? Join together, be one, figure out a way to be one. I know at all of the concerts that I've gone to, at one point or another, if it's a pretty decent concert, you get that sense of unity, right? When the entire place is singing and when the band stops and lets you sing the refrain, you know, there's something beautiful about it. You recognize, wow, this is powerful. There's something powerful happening here. It's a moment of fun, but there's something more than just the fun, right? There's the the music that has kind of linked us in a very beautiful way, something very powerful. I remember, you know, the many times I've been lucky enough to see Billy Joel, Paul McCartney, people jump up and they sing every word of every song. It's beautiful to see that like one person can have that kind of effect on thousands and thousands, if not millions and millions of people. There's something beautiful about that. Think about when we pray the Our Father. There's a unity in that prayer of the Our Father that has been prayed through the centuries, right? Taught to us by Jesus and to this very day still celebrated and still said. There's a unity that we share there that's powerful. And that's the unity that I think is so much bigger than any political stance or anything like that. It's that deep unity that calls us as God's creation to make a difference. Here's Four Non Blondes. It's called What's Up?
to take a look every now and then at what's keeping us apart, right? A lot of times I think the things that divide us are things about fear. We're worried about acquiescing. We're worried about admitting we're wrong. We're worried about, you know, doing something a different way. And sometimes it has to be about openness. We have to pray for openness in our lives and say, Lord, help me to stay loose. Help me to stay pliable because if I get brittle, I'm going to break. And sometimes things that we've done for the same way or the thoughts that we've had for the same way from years and years and years, you know, they can change. They can be developed with the help of somebody else in our lives. So there's something beautiful about that. And that's part of unity too, because what keeps us apart is that stubbornness and sometimes, right, in our lives, the hard-headedness. And sometimes it's about praying to be pliable once again, praying to be open to God so that God can move in and through us. That's that ability to kind of soften up. And I think that comes from prayer. I think that comes from being able to be in God's presence and recognize that's not just about me, but it's about us. And there's something powerful about the us-ness of our lives too, to recognize that God loves us. He loves you. He loves me, but he loves us. And that unity is something that's really powerful and we're called to share. Here's Shinedown. This is called Unity.
is his own unity. It's interesting. You know, in our lives, we have to work toward that. And that's that nonstop kind of goal in a sense. We are one, though many. And I've often said to you, and I really believe this, that we're kind of like a mosaic. You know, every little piece matters. Every little piece feeds the whole. When you look at a mosaic, you see one thing, but it's made up of tons and tons of little pieces of colored, whatever, ceramic, glass, and it makes a picture. We make a picture beautiful to God. We create something beautiful to God. So let's celebrate the unity. Let's work for unity. Let's swallow some things and not pick on other people for simple things. Let's take a look at the ways in which we share a unity. We pray for unity in this world. We pray for unity in our country, our families everywhere. When we're one, we're strong. And that's the power of love. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vaughn, and it's engineered and produced by the great man of unity, Stephen Shaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone. And don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>